the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. We're all about delivering great content, thoughtful discussions, and tips and tricks to help you truly get the most out of your life and business. And here's your charismatic host, me, Matt Brown. Hey, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Matt Browning. And if you're watching this live on Facebook, you can see me, you can hear me, everything will be a lot of fun. If you are listening on the stream, make sure you head over to Facebook, you can still find me on my my actual friend page, which is M Browning, facebook.com slash M Browning every single week at some point throughout the week, I started off on Mondays. And here's what I realized. I'm an entrepreneur. I really want to be there Mondays, but there's a lot of Mondays that something comes up. So what I'm going to be doing is sometime throughout the week, I'm going to go live on Facebook. Make sure you connect and listen. Um, If not, it'll be archived, of course, but you won't be able to participate. Hey, it's still fun. And it, of course, it'll go onto the audio, go onto our podcast stream, which you can download if you haven't already at Matt Browning Podcast. Make sure you listen, subscribe. Um, I come at you every week, two times a week. One week, we do an interview where we get into the origin stories behind great entrepreneurs. And the other time of week, it's some kind of a leadership or teaching lesson. So this week, it's about three, excuse me, three areas of leadership. And here's what I find. Three areas of leadership. And I want to share a key for each one of the areas. Let's just get rolling. If you find yourself, if you think you are a leader in some capacity, whether it's in life, in family, uh, in business, uh, politics, in nonprofit, in church life, uh, with friends, whatever the case may be, it's really leadership is this word that's used so often now, but I, I, I believe we should put some better frame around it. So here's three areas that you can lead in and then a key for each one of the areas so you can really develop yourself the most possible. So the three areas are this self, others, and enterprise. And I talked about this last night. I did a a Zoom training for a a really cool, really uh, small and really cool leadership group. Very blessed. Um, So I want to put a shout out and and thank you to uh, Kent, phenomenal leader. And he had this great group of people. And out of that, we just had this authentic conversation. And out of it came uh, these keys. So I want to share it with you right here, right now uh, on the pod. So let's start with leadership with self. So first off, what does that mean? To me, Leadership of self means you're able to to essentially lead in your own life the kind of principles that you believe should exist outside. So if you run your own business, whatever you expect of your team members, I don't call them employees, call them team members, you should be able to still hold yourself to much of the same principle. Um, Like it's one thing to have, for instance, say you want to have a lot of freedom because, hey, I started my own business. I should have freedom. And it's true. I'm going to probably have a little more freedom maybe uh, as the um, proprietor, so to speak. But at the same time, if you're not the kind of person who's willing to roll up their sleeves and and do, do the dirty work alongside with everybody, it's really hard to lead the other people if you're not first leading yourself in the ability to dedicate, uh, to work hard, right? If, if you're willing to work hard, you're willing to dedicate yourself, then it's easy to then go about beyond you and lead someone else. So the first key for leading self is congruency. Congruency. Um, one of the, uh, 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 I call him a mentor, someone I've been able to learn from over the years is a man named Keith Cunningham. Uh, Keith uh, is out of Texas. He's the the rich dad of Rich Dad Poor Dad. He's one of the rich dads that Robert Kiyosaki was talking about. He's been uh, training for Tony Robbins for years and years. Phenomenal entrepreneur and a human being. And Keith would always say, you got to eat your own cooking, 
right? You got to eat your own cooking. If I'm going to cook something up and I'll feed it to you, but I won't eat it myself, there's something intrinsically at, at the biological level wrong with that. We know, hey, we should watch out for this. So when a leader is always willing to eat their own cooking, they tell you to get in early and you show up early. Uh, they tell you that it's important to have family values and they put their family first too. Leadership of self is about finding congruency in you and in your own life. Caveat, it's not about being perfect. Leadership of self, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have all these, all these areas in life you know, all perfectly figured out and planned out. You don't have to have your health and your relationships and your spirituality and your money and everything's exactly perfect. That's a pipe dream. And that's realistically, it's probably a lie. You know, um, a good friend of mine, uh, Carl Gibson, who does a, a ton of shout out to Carl, if you're listening or watching this, um, he's responsible for much of my spiritual growth is kind of the main person I get to disciple with. And he'd always say, you can't trust a leader without a limp. And I love that because what that means to me is I need to be congruent for myself, but I also need to be authentic and let you know what my limps are, right? Meaning I want to let you know what my weaknesses are. Um, I don't have to have it all together. But if I'm going to mentor or lead or teach in a certain area, I should at least have that area figured out to a certain extent and live by those principles. Again, if I'm teaching you budgeting, I should probably have a good budget. If I'm teaching you uh, state management, I probably shouldn't fly off the handle and, and, and not be in control of how I feel. So whatever you're teaching, whatever you're leading in, consider do you eat your own cooking. Area number two is others. When it comes to leadership of others, the main key for this, the key word is, are you ready? Write it down unless you're driving, then just memorize it. Encouragement. Actually, if you're driving, why are you watching a Facebook Live? This is absurd. No. So you should, yeah. Well, I guess it, yeah. if you're Facebook Living right now, make sure you write it down. If you're listening on the pod stream and you're driving, then memorize it. You get the point. I'd, ultimately, look, I just want to make sure you're safe. That's all I care about. I care about you because right now I'm leading others. When you lead others, the word to remember is encouragement. Leading others is about getting outside of yourself and getting into what someone else needs, wants, and desires. When I'm, so like when I'm here with you right now, like I know I'm talking to a camera, but I'm not because I'm looking and, and there's people live right now that are on. Uh, Aubrey, oops, Aubrey said hello. And, you know, so feel free to comment below, by the way, if you like this so far and you say, you know, type in something, type in yes or lead or some cool word. Uh, and, and let me know if you agree so far on this or not. So leading self is important. Leading others is actually where you sacrifice self and you decide to go and encourage other people. My, my, my nugget of leadership wisdom, if there was such a thing today, is really about when you want to help someone raise up and become better, you've heard the saying, you'll get far more uh, bees with honey, right? Well, that's partly because human nature is when we get encouragement, when we get encouraged, we will encourage ourselves so much more. So much more. If you look at a young kid, and, and seriously, like look no further than a, a young child, you know, a five-year-old, a 10-year-old. If you look at that young child, imagine they're messing something up. And you say, like a lot of us did when we were raising, when we were being raised as kids or, or our grandfathers when they were kids, what do you do when a kid's messing up? Hey, knock it off, knock it off, don't mess that up. Um, stop doing that, man, you really got to change this. You're such, you're being a bad student, whatever the case may be. That's the vinegar approach. And sure, someone might need some corrective leadership, right? That's fair. That's real. 
But if you can't do it through encouragement, encouragement goes so much further. Imagine talking to that same kid and saying, hey, I'm so proud of how hard you're working and what you're accomplishing in school. I'm really excited to see how much further you go. I mean, just do you think they're going to take that encouragement and probably utilize it more? Heck yeah, they will, right? They're going to start believing more in themselves. We went to a, a year-end or almost year-end. Uh, it was like a, the back-to-school night where the parents, we went to go visit our son's classroom um, and see all the projects they made. And they had a little mini assembly. And the principal was teaching some really basic but really powerful uh, teaching um, aspects of, of how to help parent your kid in school. And one of the things he, they taught, I'd never heard this before, but I thought, how brilliant is this? He said, fight the urge to tell your kids how smart they are. I'm like, what? And I'm thinking, man, for seven years, I, I've done nothing but tell Val how smart he is, how amazing he is, how much I love him. I, I, always, I always have been cautious to not tell him how proud I am because of you know, what he did in school or because he had an A. I told him I'm proud of him because of who he is in Christ, because of who he is in his identity, because he's such a kind, loving person, right? Um, I always want to encourage him for who he's become and who he's becoming. But what the principal shared, brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, moment, he said, fight the urge to tell them how smart they are. Studies have shown that when you tell a kid how smart they are, they will tend to do worse in the, over time because now they have this expectation of how good they're supposed to be. And if they fall, and they're fearful of falling short of it, so they might not try as hard. Isn't that crazy? So he said, instead, Instead of telling them how smart they are and how much you like that, tell them how proud you are of how hard they're working, right? Or, or a, a version of that. Tell them how, how proud you are because you know that the effort they've put into this or how much they've been studying this subject and how far they've come. You're, uh, tell them you're excited for the growth and, what they've, and the fact that they've been willing to be learning things. So what happens is now they get some identity attached to, excuse me, my discipline and my hard work that's something to be proud of. So then I just want to do more of it, regardless of the outcome. I, like, I, I want Val to grow up and I want him. So when I talk about encouraging and leading for others, I want to encourage him that he's doing a great job and that I'm proud for how hard he's working, how dedicated he is. I'm proud that he follows things through to the end. Things like that you can encourage not just our children, but encourage anyone around us. We all love it, right? We're all kids at heart. So when it comes to leading others, make sure that you, you come from a place of encouragement. And ask yourself this kind of litmus test. At the end of a conversation with someone who maybe you're, uh, is subordinate to you in, in the workplace, uh, or again, if it's a child or a friend or whoever it is, at the end of a conversation with someone who you're, you're trying to give some corrective uh, leadership with, at the end of it, do they feel better about themselves or worse about themselves? Do they feel uh, built up or torn down? Do they feel encouraged or discouraged? right? If the answer is they're built up and they're encouraged and they feel better about themselves, you're doing a great job in leading with other people. And my third one is this. I'm going to wrap with this. We'll make it a pretty short one today because I'm going to go, speaking of his school, um, we only have a week and a half more of school right now. Crazy. It's this, uh, you'll be watching this Thursday or dropping it on, on Friday morning uh, on the pod stream. 
So we have this week and the next week, and it's the end of school for first grade. So I've been going into his classroom every Thursday, and it's just a, a big, big uh, blessing on my heart to be able to do that and read stories to the kids. Last week we did some math with dominoes. It's really fun. So um, moms, dads, if uh, I know everyone doesn't have the time for that, but if you have the time, if you can find the time, um, an hour a week really does go a long way, and it's so much fun. And dads especially, um, I feel like a lot of dads don't, don't think that they're, you know, that we can volunteer or we can be in the class because that's, it's like an old stereotype or something, but I just absolutely love it. And it's been a huge blessing. And, uh, and it's cool to be one of the few dads that gets to go in and, and hang out in the school constantly. Um, so really fun encouraging. Absolutely. The third thing, uh, the third area to lead after self, after others is enterprise. So enterprise, what I'd say about that is uh, enterprise is about an organization. So whether it's a business, it's a church, it's a nonprofit, um, it's your family, right? Because a family is an organization of multiple people, even if it's a family of three or two. Anytime it's a group of more than one person, you're talking enterprise level leadership. Make sense? Or, Or group leadership. And to me, one of the secret keys that I didn't expect this to come out, but I realized it's very true to group leadership or enterprise leadership is submission. I'll say it again. The key to great group or enterprise leadership is submission. Now, there might be some um, some anchors or some, some responses to when I say the word submission, right? There's all sorts of different st- pictures people conjure up. Really all that is, think of submission. Sub is, uh, is, is the root word of under, right? So think of submission as coming under the mission. You're coming under the mission of your husband, your wife, your family. You're coming under the mission of the environment you've created in your business. You're coming under the mission of, um, of uh, religious or, or spiritual leadership. You're coming under the mission of whatever organization you're a part of. And I think it's interesting if, if to me, if we're going to lead, especially if it's something that we've created, if you've created a business or an organization that you're the, the, the figurehead, right? When, when it comes to like, you know, evolution and what I've created here in the company over the last 12 years, I'm kind of like the figurehead, right? It, it's all my vision. I created it from, from the beginning. The, this company started off on, on a cocktail napkin sitting with a friend in the Gold Coast in Australia. And I said, what if I did this? And what if I had these courses? It started off just with me and a cocktail napkin. So how could you say it's everybody else's thing? Well, here's what happens. When you have a vision, you create something. At some point, it has to, it becomes its own identity. It becomes its own entity, right? Um, Evolution is now, it's a training company. It's still spearheaded by me. We have the podcast. We have a new book coming out, uh, which I'll talk about soon, next week, I believe. Uh, look for the podcast on Tuesday. I'm going to start talking about the book. Um, I'll give you some cool leadership lessons in it. You can't wait. It's awesome. I'll tell you more about it on uh, on Tuesday's podcast. But for me, there, there's the podcast, there's the book, there's the live trainings, there's coaching, group coaching, there, there's private coaching, there's home studies, there's online courses, there's modules, there's all these different things that I've, I've put together over time. But when it comes to leadership here, I have had to learn as a leader to come under the mission that we've created here. So that means I need to be subordinate to it. I need to submit myself to the processes, to the structures, to the procedures, to the people, to the team, to the clients, to the promises we, we've, we've uh, uh, promised to deliver, right? So sometimes as an entrepreneur especially, we think we're above the law. 
And I don't mean the law of the land, although sometimes it is the law of the land. But I think sometimes we think we're above the law of our own policies and procedures, right? Because by nature, we're people that want to bend or break the rules. Uh, we're, we're people that don't want to get in line, right? We want, we want to get out of the line and, and, and go the faster way. Uh, we want to innovate and make something better. So very often the reason why we created the enterprise we did is because we wanted to break the rules that were existing. We wanted to break the status quo. Well, what if the next step is now that I've broken through the status quo and created a new normal, a new system, now though I need to be humble enough and intelligent enough to submit myself to the new process I've created, right? I need to, to, to come under full submission for, again, our processes, our procedures, our people, uh, and everything else. So don't be above the law of the company you created. If there's a way that the sales procedure works, follow the sales procedure. And, and so I see myself now not so much I am the CEO, but not so much as the owner of the company. As much as possible, I see myself as having a few different roles. I'm a role of one of the talents. So, you know, I like meaning, you know, uh, so I'm a trainer. I'm, so I'm one of the coaches. I'm one of the trainers at, at events. And if you're the only one, that's still your role. You're the trainer or you're the coach or you're the talent, right? You're the one doing content. I'm the one producing the podcast content. I'm the one writing the book. Hi, Carissa. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm the one that's doing the content. And then I'm also one of the salespeople, the main salesperson that is responsible for strategy session calls, one-on-one uh, -on -one calls. By the way, you can book one at timewithmatt.com if you'd like to learn about how I could help you with uh, coaching, leadership. Uh, if you'd like to look at one of our NLP trainings, um, cheap plug, just head over there and, and, and book a time. If you're serious about learning NLP or taking your business or life to the next level and you'd like to discuss coaching and how I might be able to help, go to timewithmatt.com and book a session. I'd love to do that. Um, especially if, if you're running a business, that's one of my favorite areas to coach in, uh, these days at least, is in the leadership of the organization. So quick refresh and we'll wrap up right now. Three areas of leadership, self, others, and enterprise. The key aspect to leadership of self is congruency, eat your own cooking. The key aspect of leading with others is encouragement. Make sure you're uplifting, not tearing down. And the third key is an enterprise. The secret is submission. Submit to the vision that you have laid out for everybody else. Hope that was useful for you. Um, I, I, I loved that, and I know it flowed from a higher source. Um, God gave that to me yesterday, so I wanted to share that with you today. Um, have a blessed, blessed week and weekend. Hello to everyone else who uh, in Facebook land. Make sure you comment below. Say hi to me. Uh, and seriously, like if you're actually listening to this or watching this, let me know which of the aspects of leadership you are best at. Self, others, or enterprise. And or let me know which one you struggle with the most. And maybe we can start a conversation around that. Um, much love to you. Enjoy, again, the rest of the weekend. Make sure you, you uh, head over. Hit the link on this Facebook if you're on this live or um, uh, to subscribe. So make sure you go to mattbrowningpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to the podcast and you get twice a week, you'll get my interview with an entrepreneur diving in their origin story and what makes them tick, as well as the leadership lessons that come uh, uh, later in the week. All right, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.